0: Yo, what's good, yo, we uh, back yeah. with season two. Um, y'all, we love like to get real New York um, on. Yeah. So I'm saying, like, it's follow, subscribe. The track. Yeah. Y'all, we finna be it's live. It's to the kidding, yeah, we back again. So tell your friends, so tell your ratchet ass friends. Thought we was gone, but nah, I know we ain't. Bet you got rid of us, but no, no, you can't. Yeah, uh, gotta shit real, let mm-hmm. me
1: another episode of pontificating podcast loves it is me ty and it's me your girl asia and you know we are back again with another week of just letting you guys know about the <laughs> shit that goes on in our little brain. i yes i blanked i ain't even gonna hold you i'm like what do we do here every week what do we do here every week every week asia and i just come and we talk about how we are decolonizing our minds, or yeah. well, as asia said a couple of weeks ago that i loved Divorcing ourselves from the shit that weighs us down. Mm. Okay. So this week, um I will let Asia start with her. Is it just me? Okay, my is it just me is like I saw this really funny uh TikTok
0: this morning. This guy singing a song about how he hates being an adult. I said, did you see it? Did you watch the video? Oh, it's hilarious. But it says this this guy, I'll I don't know. I can link I guess i we'll put it on carousel. Mm-hmm. It's a hilarious music video this man made about how being an adult is really hard. And I was just thinking, like, it's so crazy because not in the exact same way, but our parents were at this age before and they probably were going through similar things. Mm-hmm. And, like, parents are so cryptic. Like, you'll see when you get older. Ma'am, see what? Just <laughs> tell me. Why? Wait. <laughs> that is actually Wait. The- wait. 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 Like, Thing you should scare your kids about the, the, the y'all doomsday but like I would have really benefited from some contextual things about what they're warning me about not you'll see wait and see and it all makes sense no it could have made it could have made sense a lot sooner if they were more upfront about what they were going through right like there, there is food at home <laughs> 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 they don't got McDonald's money that's real but like they, they didn't they didn't uh, tell it to us in a way that we could digest right mm-hmm. a lot of us were just like oh my mom is stingy or my dad is stingy or oh yeah. oh when i grew up I no and here we are grown up repeating the same lives over again and it was like you really really could have benefited from me don't do drugs uh, th- tell me about learning how to do your taxes by yourself Learn how to about the checkbook start saving now like there was yeah. some real world information that we did not get all we got it was that these really cryptic messages Mm-mm. That we have to decipher and 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 look at like well or or just not care at all. Like if you're if you're a parent right now with a child, just tell them things that are real. Yeah. Not in a scary way, but like actually tell them things. Like don't don't let them be blindsided by adulthood.
1: Because mm. I feel blindsided. Listen every day. I feel like what? Like I now understand when my mom used to go out for hours, like she would leave the house all day, and she'll come back in the house. I'd be like, "Where were you? Where were you all day?" She's like, "Oh, I was out handling my business." Like, what does that mean? What right. does handling your business mean, right. love? What, what does business? it mean? Now I know probably what handled her. Oh, I had to go to the traffic court to do deal with a ticket. I had to go down to the light place to talk to the people so they don't turn off the light. So this is like, let me know. Let, Let me, me know, know what handling my business because now it's just cryptic. Now I'm like, you just outside doing all types of ignoring me, neglecting me. Yeah, like, girl, where you at? We need food. Like, you gonna make dinner or no? And answer it might be no, but I yeah, need, answer, to, know I need why. to know I need to know why. Is there gonna be a cup of noodles tonight, babe? I need to know. Are you gonna make the motherfucking uh, meatloaf that you <laughs> said you was gonna make me? Maybe you just don't feel like it. I understand that now, but you were You weren't saying. You weren't saying enough. You weren't, you weren't saying enough. Not enough. Oh, I'm tired. Oh, every day you tired. Then you could have said, "Oh, I am so exhausted from living life and going out and dealing with these people, and I just don't have it in me." Cool. Heard yeah. you.
0: I feel like parents want to hide, like, yeah, the reality of how life, of how hard life is, from us to protect us, but you can't protect us. We can't. You can't protect
1: us. We gotta arm us. You gotta arm us.
0: (laughs) Please arm me. I never understood, like, sitting in your car, but now I'm sitting in my car because I'm like, once I go in the house, I gotta start the next part of my life. This time in my car is like the, what's the opposite of purgatory? What's what's a good purgatory? I don't know. A neutral space, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's like, okay, I finished, I finished the task that got me to be in my car. Right. Now when I go home, there's a next set of tasks. But in this time right here... You don't have nothing? To do. I have nothing to do. Just be in this car. I'll be in my car for like an hour. <laughs> just in the car? Just in the car! Because I know once I come upstairs... Mm. And this is somebody with no kids. Ugh. If you you got kids, you mm. might need this for the night in the car. Not the night. Not
1: the night.
0: <laughs> Go night-night. Go on. Lord. Oh, that's not just me. Parents, speak to your kids. Let them know that... And I don't, I don't know how to do this. I have no idea what you would say to not scare the child,
1: but you could. They're little humans. Speak to them. Yeah, and they don't. They won't understand a lot of it. Yeah. it's like as they grow older, they'll be like, "Oh, this is what they meant when they said this thing about okay." At least she told me. At least she told me. <laughs> at least she told me. Now I know. Now right. I know. Right. Um, my is it just me? Is is it just me, or is it just so adorable? I think it's such a beautiful time and moment when you just like learn new things about your friends mm-hmm. and just like see how the story matches up like you know like your friends tell you stories about how they grew up or whatever whatever mm-hmm. and then you see the things crystallize in front of you mm-hmm. so like you guys you know we spoke about new year's already mm-hmm. or here it's yeah it's it's february so for you guys who don't know, we did not talk about this on the pod, but Asia and I spent New Year's together. Like we said, we were going to eat the green grips and we did, but I also had some time to spend with Asia and her family and it was just so interesting to see like the stories that she told me converge with like who she is as a person in her family. It was just so cute to watch and it was like we were playing some game of, some game of celebrities with white people. And Aisha's dad was like so floored that she knew all these white people, and I it, it didn't click until I was like, "Oh, she says all the time on this podcast that like she wasn't allowed to listen to rap. She had to wear shoes. She couldn't wear sneakers. Like it was given very like a Muslim upbringing, <laughs> like very proper." And he was so flabbergasted that she knew just from the mouth down who these white celebrities were. And I was tickled because I was like, how do you know? And I was like, oh no, this man is going through it. He Cause was, he was said, really a shock. Because he said, I kept this away from my children. How do you know this? It was just, so, I was like... It was just, like, so nice to see you in a different context. Like, I spend time with you and your mom all the time. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, I've seen you with your aunts or whatever. And it was just, like, so different to see you in this kind of like. I was like, oh, I just love this. Mm-hmm. I just love It's just so cute. You saw me and my brother not know a single R&B song. It, and it wasn't just, like, Asia does not know. So, like. All that we call, she well, she calls us the blacks from college. <laughs> well yeah, so we would be with the homies, and you know, as Asia affectionately calls us, the blacks from college. And somehow, every day, every time we're together, we're all singing "Lauren Hill, uh, Killing Me Softly," and then it's a, a little Kim, "All About the Benjamins." Now, "All About the Benjamins," we used to go to karaoke and sing this. So she should know these words. It's been decades. And she'd always just be like, I don't know, I don't know. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then I said, oh, seeing her and her brother not know any of these like regular R&B songs. And we are all like, you've never heard this. And they're like, no. And then they just left the, we the left room. We left the room. We
0: went to the kitchen and started eating. Room.
1: And I was like, right. Why would they know these things?
0: And Especially I, rap. That was not even, we used we to no chance at the, at the rap lyrics
1: r and a little, but rap. There was no no chance in hell. And my favorite part was like you'll look over at Asia's dad. The <laughs> lights were not on either. He's just like, oh no. I was like, this man must be disgusted with this stuff. I was like, Inter-. It was just, it's just so interesting to like. I guess as the years go, to like constantly uncover things about people, mm-hmm. and it's just, it was. I was like, this is such a little sweet little nugget <laughs> <night> to experience. <laughs> so sweet. That's funny yeah so you guys know what time it is
0: it's time for you to help us pursue our dreams guys we come to you we come to you again just to ask you please more
1: likes please more likes
0: please (laughs) like follow share subscribe engage 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 help us get I think it'd be really cool if we got, like, number one podcast. You, that'd be so crazy. That would be
1: really nice. I would, oh, my gosh. I would attempt a backflip. <laughs> that would be really nice. That'd be really At cool. At the end of the year to see people, like, us in your top five. Yes. That'd be oh, so Oh, that would be so cool. Yeah, yeah. That'd be really cute. Um,
0: or if it to happen, we need <laughs> you guys to help us get our listenership up. Um, we have a steady following right now. We just need more steady followers. And, uh, you know, we we also know we can do more. We are aware of that. But we just need help. Let's work together. Let's come together. Ah, juntos. Come together and help us uh, get this podcast out there. Send it in your WhatsApp. Send it to your mom, right? Because this is what you do. Put it, tell it to your mom. Tell her it's a conspiracy. Make up one. Guarantee you we will have 8,000 followers by the week's end. Because those WhatsApp chats, that's where the magic is happening. Send it in all your group chats. Send it to your enemies, to your exes. Send it anywhere you want to send it to. Just send it.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so now on to our meat and potatoes. Our... So boom. Okay, so this week, we are going to talk about something a little sad, a little heavy to me. Um, Asia sent me the saddest TikTok on planet Earth, and it was talking, it was, it was sad, but also it was, like, kind of enlightening of where we are, um, as a society, and it was about this man who, I forget where he lives, San Francisco, some, somewhere, and he was talking about how his retirement plan is suicide,
0: no, that was though. that was, that was not his retirement plan, he said he had to, that I say two videos?
1: No, you sent me one just a man talking the to the white him. man
0: yeah but that wasn't his
1: plan that's what he, that was, yeah, that's that was what he was forced to do okay I mean yeah no okay it wasn't his plan yes it, he was deduced yeah to thinking that the way that he should retire the, the, the when he said two plus two equals retirement <laughs> yeah. divided by suicide.
0: I just, I'm only saying that because I, I, I sent a, I saw another video afterwards that I said I sent to you, and it was someone younger, probably our age, and that was his plan for the future.
1: Oh, yeah. I did. I'm glad you did. I didn't send, send you that, that one. So that's
0: why I was like, oh, which one oh. I send to you? Because that's his actual plan. He's like, that's what he's going to do in the next 30, 40 years. Whereas this man, that's his current mm. reality. He doesn't see a new way out of it.
1: And my question is how do we get here? Mm-hmm. Not how do we get here? Yes, how did we get here? I mean, we can have a, a bunch of answers, right? It's uh, the boomers not caring about us. It's the boomers. Like, you know, we can say that, but I want to give the boomers a little bit more empathy and, like, a little bit more heart to be like, I don't think that they didn't give a fuck about the planet that they were leaving behind. Or even, not even a planet, just, like, the state of affairs and of of the quality of life that they just did not give a fuck enough to be like in 30 40 years from now people will only figure out a way to retire through killing themselves yeah um i want to give them a little bit more than than that cruelty and i so it's just like is it their naivete of trusting so much in the government to take care of us?
0: But can I have a for Yeah. I wanted to discuss more about the man. Okay. Set, set the yeah. picture up. Before, yeah, please. Please do. <laughs> set the picture up for this person. Please. So this man is not even that old. He's not. He's he's retired with SSD, social security disability, because he got a back injury, so he cannot work. So I don't think he's, yeah, so if he has SSD, he's not at retirement age yet. He just can't work anymore. He's like forced retirement
1: Oh, okay. which is even worse
0: because I don't. I think I, I, I'm pretty sure it's if, if he's in America, I think he was. It's a it's a federal thing. So the amount the amount of money you get on SSD, social security um, disability is more than you get in retirement. Mm. So a lot of people, um, if they get valid, if they can't work anymore, they can either retire or they can get social security disability. They opt for SSD because it's more money. Once you hit your retirement age, you're going to be taken down to. Whatever the age is of um, retirement, mm-hmm. um, depending on how much you work, it could be comparable. But SSD is the most money you're ever going to get in terms of um, not being able to work. Um, so he's only getting twelve hundred. He said uh, a month, based on I do know what. I'm not sure. Maybe he didn't work a lot. Maybe he only worked minimum wage. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But he's only entitled to SSD of twelve hundred dollars, meaning his his social security is going to be way lower than that. Oh my god! Um, and he, like I said, he's not at retirement age. So he's getting the max he's going to get, which is, and then, and what that also means is if he can make it to full retirement, he has a long way to go Mm.
1: because
0: right now it's 67. Oh my gosh. Um, and so basically he was saying that I think his home apartment is being sold and his, he can't afford to live anywhere else. So he has decided to apply for euthanasia for like, for, to be, to be killed essentially by the government. And I don't know the application process actually meant to look it up, but he's actually applying to be murdered because he said he can't work, you know, because it's his injury. And he was like, he can't afford to live anywhere with $200, like, unless it's like a group home or something like that. I don't know. And so he said, unfortunately, and I think the saddest part about him was that he did not want to die. Right. He's not someone from what he said in his brief TikTok, but he was expressing that he's not suicidal. He's actually
1: afraid. Uh yeah, that's what he said he didn't want to do it. Yeah Yeah. like
0: that's crazy if like he does not wanna die but he he has crunched the numbers and he has this and the only thing that makes sense is to kill himself. That is absolutely terrifying. And the TikTok I had thought I sent, but I didn't send was someone younger um saying the same thing. Because Nikki Haley, the potential Republican candidate for the president's presidential race. Mm-hmm. She was saying that she would like to raise the retirement age to 70. And then she made some comments about like, well, people should like work harder and save better to ensure they have a better future. And a guy stitched the video and he was like, lady, I'm going to just kill myself. He didn't say those words. So he was like, my retirement plan is suicide. Mm-hmm. He was like, I'm just, I'm not going to be out here 70 and struggling. Right. I'm not going to be a senior citizen struggling to pay my bills it doesn't make sense i wanted to just take myself out and i had said this to my psychiatrist my therapist at some point oh lord i was like i said if my life doesn't get exponentially better like i'm not going to just be old and struggling i don't see the point in that i don't see the point in like being late 60s and can't afford my bills yeah and can't afford life i don't why why am i here like why would i what good would I be to myself and to others if I just can't, like, just because I'm nice? Who knows how nice I'll be and how funny I'll be and happy I'll be when I'm fucking 62 eating cat food? I don't know, right? And it's like, now this is not me promoting killing yourself as a way to retire. But it is something to think about, that people are having this thought
1: mm-hmm. because
0: they don't see any other options.
1: That is, a lot and I just was like on a reddit thread and this man was like he's 70 and he was like I he was like in this body I I, I don't want to see myself living to 90 so I should be able to kill myself or euthanize myself so I don't have to keep doing this And, and and it's just like right right Spiritual girl in me is like, babe, like you don't know how good it can get for your life. <laughs> like, God can turn it around. <laughs> like,
0: really? I do not mean to bellow. Like but... for
1: real, it's like you don't know. But then also, it's like, you know, he's been in this body. These people have been in their body. Like, they, for for older people, it's like I've been in this body. I can't see getting any better, like, the only thing that's going to happen is my quality of life is deteriorating, and that's what the the man also said, he was like, I'm bored out of my mind I don't want to see anything, and that's why I was like, you don't know God can send around. you can meet somebody that can really change the way your outlook and then you'll be like, oh, I'm so thankful I had these extra 20 years, right and that's just like the hopefulness right, of being American and growing up in church, it's like, no, you gotta hope for the, the good thing to come but then it's like Somebody living in a city with $1,200 a month that's going to dwindle down to less than that, and then you'll be able to get limited help financially from the states because you have some sort of income, right? And then it's going to make living your life exponentially harder. And as somebody who has... A father that's getting up in age and it's just like i kind of you know i can Mm -hmm. kind of it's it's a hard like it's the reality of life right it's really the reality of life but not for this for this other man who was probably hurt on the on the job Mm -hmm. which is why he probably is able to get like ssd or whatever like that Mm -hmm. right so
0: And the How thing did is,
1: get here. Yeah, and the thing is, there's no
0: assurance from
1: your government that you'll be taken care of, and you have to, and and also to get the help from your government, right? It's a demoralizing process. Mm-hmm. You have to really just like hand over your privacy, your autonomy, and in, in, in a lot of ways to be at the mercy of people that are underpaid and sometimes lack a, a lot of compassion, mm-hmm. and it's like. Is this how I want to live out the rest of my days?
0: Mm-hmm. So let me tell you, the government knows everything. People would call them, you know,
1: say, "Can I check on my case?" And I'm like, "What's
0: your social?" And they're like, "I don't want to tell you." And I'm like, "Ma'am, I know everything about you. I'm actually just being lazy, okay? <laughs> I could, I can find your social. Right. It would just take me five minutes compared to the one minute if you tell me. Right. I can find your social social." everyone you ever met in your entire life. I, I can I can know the last meal you ate if I really cared enough to know. Right. Like, don't don't you worry about your privacy. You don't have any more because you're here, unfortunately. <laughs> you're here with us. Your privacy is my is now my privacy. Don't you worry about it. And that is crazy to have some random person who as I just said has no compassion for you to know your every single move, to know your business, to know how much you have in your account, to and in some ways, hold power over you, and yeah, you know, and it could be like, well, you have one dollar over the amount necessary mm-hmm. denied, right? That's fucking messed up, especially if you're someone. I mean, it's messed up for any person, in any scenario, but especially for someone who has who has put the time into working and who had probably thought they retire with you know their full income, and now they they're, they're not. Mm-hmm. And then for the government to be like, so it's going to be you,
1: yeah, like that's crazy, yeah. And it's, and then it's like, as we talked about a couple of episodes ago with delayed gratification, right? And it's like, there are certain pivots in your life. Like this man probably was planning to have a retirement, a or whatever it is that he can have, right? Because we know that now we are very, it's very much given industrial revolution right now. It's giving long hours for low pay and, and low benefits. So who knows that if he was working at a job that he can have a 401k or some type of retirement, probably not. Cause he, he's on SSD, you know? Right. Um, but it's like, he couldn't even plan for, for that pivot in his life. There's no, and they're always like, Oh, you need to plan for your future plan for your retirement, save up, save, save, save. But it's like, if the quality, if the cost of living is so high that I can't even save in the moment. Yeah for the later thing to happen what are we supposed to do right and i'm like okay do we need more programs to like help support like we always talk about like community help and community outreach and mutual aid and it's like is that something that we need to now enforce to help these people live a modicum of some kind of life for themselves like is it up to... It shouldn't be up to... I mean, it shouldn't be up to the citizens, right? Because we're paying our fucking taxes. Right. Shout out to Far Rockaway, I guess, for getting a wave pool. Um, That's crazy because people need fucking homes. Homes. They don't need and a fucking just be big. And they don't need a motherfucking wave pool. You could have made homes for people, you yeah. know? And that's the only way i'm like we have to watch out we have to look out for each other because clearly the government it's it's really giving overthrow the government and and earlier you asked who's the blame and it's like it's not the boomers it's the
0: capitalism it's capitalism and it's the billionaires and the trillionaires that is that is actually who is to blame Mm -hmm. um and i feel like what they have done a great job at is making us believe it's someone else's problem like it's someone else's fault Oh, yeah, just boomers. No, it's you, motherfuckers. Issue you, motherfucking billionaires. No. It's
1: trillionaires. It's the structure of capitalism. Yeah, that's, that's, the, reason. that's the problem. You yeah.
0: have kind of like, like the boomers won't leave their jobs. Also, they can't leave their jobs. Some are staying because they want to maintain power, but some cannot afford to leave their jobs. Yeah, because they're still paying off these homes and they're still putting their kids through college and they're still doing other things to, to to survive. Right. Um. I was talking to um, one of my to a friend of mine. And we're discussing the job that I do or did whatever. And we were talking about people not paying their rent. And I said, people can't afford to pay their rent. Like, they can't afford to pay their rent. Uh, uh, your rent goes up every one or two years. Some places, your rent goes up every six months, depending on how the lease you sign. which mm. is wild to me, right? But there's no... But your, your 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 rent is not going up in conjunction with your income. Right. It's not like, oh, you didn't make any money. You didn't make a raise this year. Oh, your rent is the same. No, it doesn't matter how much more you make. Have no job. Your rent is going to go up, Mm -hmm. right? And it's going up at an accelerated rate. Inflation is really wild. And she said to me, no, people have their priorities wrong. You know, there's more access to money than ever. And I had to, like. That's not true. No, it's not true. And I had a moment of, like, should I say something? (laughs) Or should I let it go? But it was eating at me. Because when people say things that are so wildly untrue, I'm like, oh, let me get to the typing. I sent her a very long message about the man committing suicide and about how, like, our parents made,
1: <laughs>
0: our our parents, I mean, former parents, whatever, gender parents, they made one-third of what we're making today. Mm-hmm. And also, homes costed one-third yeah. of what we're making today. Like, my mother's home has, I want to say, quadrupled in, ni- in 19 years, 20 years. Yeah, it's quadrupled. Holy shit. Yeah, it's the same house. <laughs>
1: <laughs> She's exponentially it's, sure. actually
0: the house is not only is not the same house, cause the house is in disarray. <laughs> in 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 its current form mm-hmm. of needing a, an abundance of renovations, it is worth four times more than it was when she bought it. God damn. Who is making four times the money? I'm not making four times the money. Developers. Companies. Developers and, and and they're also again capitalism because they're offering her smittens right? Pents, rather pins pents,
1: pents, pents. Um, I know pence is kind of it's the UK pennies, so maybe pittance, pittens Okay, p- okay. P- pittance mm-hmm. of what she would need to.
0: Do. They're offering to buy her home, and they're offering her literally nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, no, because you need double that. Because where are you going to go after you sell your home? you would okay. have to move down south and she doesn't want to move down south if you want to stay here you have to double the offer right and that's again capitalism like and then you don't know any better you just hear this amount of money you're like oh but that don't mean nothing she still got to pay off what she owes in the house move do all this kind of stuff like you're, by the time you sell your house you will not in a damn shelter
1: and there are none of those so and those are getting crazy
0: um so i, I actually sent the uh, my friend, I, I was like, you know, we're like in late stage capitalism now. Let me let me tell you what happens next, right? Mm-hmm. So according to Marxists, um, after this, okay, I'm going to read a quote. Um, uh, duh, 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 after we finish with capitalism, it'll become at some point it'll become obsolete. Other purposes will develop. We'll um go into socialism, communism, anarchy, nationalism, or degrowth. Now, if you're paying attention, Trump is trying to become a dictator. He's made it very clear that if he's in office, he'll spend the first day being a dictator. We're here, guys. Mm. But it is up to, it is capitalism. Billionaires, trillionaires, maybe some millionaires. They need you to believe that the access to money is attainable. They need you to believe that if you just work harder and smarter and plan better, you, too, can enter this 1%. Mm. You cannot. You will not you the majority of us will not and we will die trying and that's why i i, I was dating this person and he was like oh he's gonna vote republican and i was like why and he's like oh because they don't want to tax millionaires and i'm like are you a millionaire right And he's like no i will be well when you get there possibly vote different than but so many people are voting against their best interests in the hopes that they too enter the 1% club and they're never going to enter that club. Yeah. And by voting against their interests, they're keeping themselves out of the club and they don't even fucking realize it because capitalism is so well thought out. It's like racism. That shit is good. Yeah. That shit is motherfucking good. And they, have, they know the things to keep us where we are.
1: Yeah, and they said, like the Marxists say, that it's like five stages of capitalism. Mm-hmm. And I think right now we're in the fourth stage I think we're in the financial, like finance capitalism, go, moving into global capitalism, which is, will be the fifth stage. I, I I give it twenty. I'd give it twenty five years before we are in like a whatever the fuck a post capitalist society. Yes, and I
0: just want to <laughs> excuse me. I want to take some time to pick on billionaires, and as we do here, at right? Dickens, because. Because it's it's not only that we can't afford to live, we won't be able to live. Yeah. I always joke about being about being a mole person, but I'm actually not joking. Like, shit is fucked right now. So, this is some facts for you. Uh, 125 billionaires average 3.1 tons of carbon emissions per billionaire. This is the same as uh, th- these 125 billionaires. They're, admit, they're admitting so much carbon is equal to the amount of ninety percent of the world's population. That's crazy. And you say, what does carbon do? Let me tell you. Uh, carbon carbon emissions they affect climate change, right? Uh, which worsen air quality, air pollution, and possess and pose health risks such as heart and lung diseases. And who's most affected by these people? Low-income households and people of color are, that already live near these uh, factories, ports, and major roadways that emit air pollutants and make them more vulnerable. Um, carbon monoxide is a harmful. Is harmful, and it binds. Sorry, it binds to your hemoglobin in the blood, reducing the ability of the blood to carry oxygen. This interferes with oxygen delivery to the blood to the body's organs. The most common effects of CO exposures are fatigue, headaches, confusion, dizziness due to inadequate oxygen delivery to the brain. The world is most likely, so also it affects the temperature. So they're expecting that within the next two years, we're going to the, the world as a whole is going to keep getting dangerously hotter. Um, they're saying about 2.7 degrees more hotter than it should be, which is why the ice caps are melting, which is why the fish are dying, which is why you know she's be really fucked, right? And they're saying pretty much in ten years we're going to be pushed past um catastrophe like there's no turning back right so it's not like it's retirement <laughs> we don't even time space and one the other, another thing that was crazy to me um I didn't say this high, but I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about uh, all the bunkers that the billionaires are making. They're, they're building these bunkers, right? Like they're building million-dollar bunkers. And uh, one of these people is Mark Zuckerberg, of course. Motherfucking Mark Zuckerberg. What a terrible human. Um, and he's building a bunker in Hawaii, of course, underground bunker, which has which has his own food energy supply. So it's like these billionaires have literally destroyed the planet. They've destroyed it. Like people say, we it ain't we okay my one can of hairspray okay <laughs> my one can of hairspray right. did not do us in and i and i, I have a friend that show so says we we i'm like it's not me and i'm not taking responsibility my for it right it's not fucking me i don't care okay i litter it's not me okay i am not the reason why we'll be underground old people in almost 10 years, it is not me, it is the billionaires, it is the companies, it is the corporations, the conglomerates, it is them who are doing this.
1: In 10 years.
0: And the fact that, and these, like these, Spanish. and these people are the billionaires, and you can buy one, and they're, honestly, they're not even that expensive. Some are like 1.3 million dollars, which I can't afford, but you know, payment plans, I do have to pay it. I don't fucking know who's that. What's 1.3 pay million for 1.3 <laughs> million dollars in four? Um, and I was reading this other article, I can't think of the I can't remember I think it was um The Guardian. And it was saying like, you know, the billionaires could just stop, right? Uh even though we're still heading towards catastrophe, there are things that can be done to fix the world. We can start better better um stop stop the fucking carbon emissions. Let's start with that. But we can do like more planting, more green spaces, like mm-hmm. have like green spaces and and basically the guy was the writer of the article was saying no they'd rather just live in underground bunkers than to share their resources time space air with poor people like they don't want to they'd rather just uh be secluded amongst themselves than to do quote unquote the right thing which is stop destroying
1: the fucking planet that is so crazy ain't it oh my gosh they should be fined by the fucking government the government... But well, they, they are the government. Here's they're the probably thing. funding this little bit. Yeah, I, I'm going
0: to get my stats wrong because I am. But I think they said, like, the current genocide in Palestine, the amount of carbon emissions they've let off with these bombing is equivalent to, like, three or four countries. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. So the amount of bombing in, in 100 and some odd days is the equivalent to what some countries would admit in a year. That's how much bombing they're doing. And who's funding the bombing right now is a lot of major countries, including America. So it's not that the government was was find them. The government is the one doing the motherfucking problem. The government is the problem. So then it's like you know your government is not helping you on any front. We're going to be underground mole people. I mean, at this point you could you could only hope to be underground mole person so that you don't gotta have so you don't gotta retire. <laughs>
1: I'm like not me having to live my life in fucking eight years. I really gotta live. I gotta live every
0: day. <laughs> if you guys heard our delayed gratification episode,
1: I really just. I'm sorry to bring it back to myself, but guys, good go mugga. Yeah. Holy moly! Holy moly!
0: And you know, let's bring it back to ourselves. I never. I like, to, actually, I, like, I like to know just enough things to be a good party person, right? Mm-hmm. I like to be like, wow, she, she knows some things, right? I don't like to even know too much. But I've had to learn so much. <laughs> I've had to learn so many details about things I don't care about. Because mm. I've been forced to care about them. Yeah. Carbon emissions? No, that's geek talk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not geek talk. That's nerd talk. I know I'm like, damn, did I really need that package from Amazon. But what can I... I, I sparsely order from Amazon because I'm poor. Right now. Or... Well, what did I say? Amazon America? makes 1 point something million. Oh my gosh. The number... The number had no limit. I fr- You said that Amazon makes one... No. Let me see. It was like... For, it was something crazy, like $14 million per minute, $1.3 million. $1.3 is, we got to play that number. We've been throwing that one out. Um. Okay, in
0: one day, guys, even worse. In one day, Amazon makes $1.29 billion in revenue. This equals about $52 million per hour, $896,000 per minute, and $15,000 every second. Do you know some people make $15,000 a year?
1: Yeah. The fucking Amazon. The Amazon <laughs> customer service reps in the Philippines.
0: <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry about the fluffing.
1: Yeah. So,
0: I don't know if any of you, I hope you did, did not go back to our billionaires, our, our ethical billionaire episode, but they truly are the worst. And- Because they sell us this idea that we can work our way into their club, we defend them. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, not me.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We defend them. We're like, no, no, they do work hard. No, they don't. Because who the fuck is making $15,000 an hour? I'm sorry. $15,000 a second. (laughs) Imagine you went to your therapist, your doctor, and they said, how much is that? Well, how long do you want to be here? Well, 10 minutes.
1: I can't even do math. What is what is what is fifteen thousand dollars a second for ten minutes? Fifteen thousand dollars a second for ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sixty seconds in a minute times ten. That's six hundred minutes. And you said fifteen thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, nine million dollars. Nine million dollars. Here's
0: nine. You just made nine million dollars for you to go see your doctor for follow up. He gave you your test results. It seems asinine, right? But yet we defend these companies saying oh, they work hard. No, they fucking don't. And if you're running about the Philippine comment, long story short, Amazon did not deliver my package on time. So I called and I said, "How are you going to compensate me? Because I feel like I've been a loyal, a loyal Prime customer for a long time. The package was uh, guaranteed delivered by this day. The family is the package is going to won't be home to receive it. It's a huge box. The kid is going in the mailbox. You know, how are you going to compensate me for my troubles? And the person had an accident. I couldn't place it at first. And they said, oh, we we'll give me $5. And I said, <laughs> and my mind said, I need to, I, I said, where do they work at? What country is this? Because it was, it's obviously outsourced. I said, where do they work at that $5 made sense, right? Like mm-hmm. where, what is their income that $5 for something that costs over $100 made sense? I figured out it was the Philippines. So in the Philippines, a customer service rep makes $3,000 a year. So the company that is making $15,000 per second is paying people $3,000 per year in the Philippines. So then we did the math. I think you were like, oh, maybe $3,000 is no, it's not enough. They're struggling too. They're paying them the bare, the bare minimum. And it's like you could, like you're, you're an outsourcing. You could pay them $15,000 a year, still have crazy-ass profits. Mm-hmm. And and Bataya was like, no, they're not going to drive another economy up. And I was like,
1: right, because they're evil. Yeah, they're evil, and Americans would never stand for it. You think that they will allow an American person to revitalize a different country's freaking hell no in the name of capitalism? And the thing is, they're not going to
0: bring it here, it's not like they're not, they're not going to be like, okay, no, because no, they- it costs
1: so much money, yeah, it costs so much money,
0: especially. Uh, um, one of the things they were saying, like, America could have much better health care, America could have better everything. But because we're not a homogenous society, mm. essentially the white people don't want the non white people to benefit from anything. Because they always talk about like Sweden and like, who else is really white? Poland. Mm-hmm. Places where people are homogenous, very white. Like, the, this, the, the, the one immigrant may get benefits. They have a better system. Like, they want to benefit the whole. Like, as a country, we're going to boy, boycott this because we're all benefiting. My people are all benefiting. But here, because we're such a melting pot, uh, white people essentially do not want everyone to benefit. Right. And like I said earlier, they wouldn't spite themselves just
1: to spite everyone else. Voting against their own interests, which is insane. Insanity. That's insane. You are voting against your own best interests. Where, 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 where should I begin? Yeah. What about?
0: And so just the, not to bring it back to episode about late gratification, but um just talking about how you spend your time and how you spend your money, like you know, people want people again think of things I've divorced myself of is like tying my self worth to my productivity. I'm mm-hmm. still working on it. I had a breakdown last week.
1: The last same. I thought I felt about napping. Yeah, I thought I, thought um, I completed that after the pandemic because I was like, oh, I feel good, but no. Once you get yourself back in the productivity game for me that was like going back to work where I was like oh here's this thing coming back again god damn it
0: yeah I, I took a nap the, the other day
1: with what a what a, what a timer
0: I think an hour and a half now I ain't kind got of a motherfucking place to be by the way guys I have nowhere to be nothing to do and I just but it was like 4 o'clock I think and I was like I just don't think I should be sleeping like more than an hour more than an hour and a half and I woke up and I was just like ugh why did I wake up? I didn't have to. I didn't even have to, but it's the idea that oh, my friends are working, it's working hours, you know, what am I, bum? No. Also, yes. But it's just the feeling like how capitalism feeds into us believing that the more productive we are, the better we are as human beings. Mm-hmm. And it's a farce. It is not true. And it is just a crazy spell that we're under to make us believe that we can work our way into um <clears throat>
1: millionaire and we can't do it no truly we, can't. we truly can't i mean there are people that can through like sheer hard work or invention or and i think that's the the lore of it all right Because right. it's like well it happened to kevin down the street right so it can happen to me like oh someone so hit the lotto like it all you got to do is keep Keep, keep keep spending yeah keeps keep spending yeah, those right. monies, those dollars it, it becomes it becomes a, a um an addiction in a way yeah that you're just like always like chasing that maybe it's me but then it's like at some point you have to look around and be like hmm well realistically the trajectory that my life is going it's not going this is not going to pan out the way that The odds are not, are not in my favor. They truly, are ever prob- not in my favor.
0: I probably have spent a million dollars trying to get to a million dollars. Yeah. Which is crazy to think about.
1: Yeah. And they say, what, what is the... I used to play pods with my grandma and my family, and they were like, um, we used to gamble and play pity pat. And they were like, scare money, don't make money. Mm-hmm. And that was the saying, And that's how I, I like kind of lived my life. Oh, let's like, scare money, don't make money. Right. Right. You know what don't make money? No money. You know no what? Money. You know what is not build
0: capital dividend double compound interest? Zero dollars.
1: Zero dollars and zero pence, baby. What? Yeah. And how do you how do you like right now, full disclosure, I have no retirement. It's scary to think. It's scary to think. I think about this very often because i'm like i i no longer want to work i no longer want to work like i i need to figure out a way how to retire myself in a way that i can like live comfortably but like it's giving nothing right it's giving it's giving i really have to come up with a plan to like catch up from all the years of not Putting into a retirement because I just I was young I didn't have to think about it and I was like yeah I know people are doing that you want to save to like put down on a home I'm not quite thinking about retirement because I'm not in a a profession that that's something that you think of Mm -hmm. now I'm in a place where like if I want to up into a 401k at my job I can
0: so traditionally like um, uh, bartending like I guess restaurants they don't have they don't to their, to their...
1: No, because the idea was, like, you were making so much money that you would, like, honestly, you would just, like, put the money to the side. Or mm-hmm. it was just, like, it was a job, a temporary job. There mm-hmm. are people that can make a lot of money from it, and then they can have those options where they just, like, save crazy money, they have a roommate. like you, Or even live alone. Like, there, mm-hmm. there are ways that you, you can... In, in the past, that you can make a lot of money and save it but those days are long gone in the industry mm-hmm. like this is we are it also just like it's a changing industry like people are not spending as much as they ha- they have because they don't have it so now it's like okay it's kind of like a dying industry in, in mm-hmm. a way so it's like okay this is dying I feel it I need to get out but there's no money in it for me to get myself out so now mm-hmm. it's like everybody that's in the industry now, they're just pivoting to corporate jobs uh-huh. in a way, in just like, which is, it's really interesting to see.
0: no one actually speaking up like the industry, and I was like, I was ranting about how I hate places that charge you to share plates, and then I read an article, like, you know, they charge you, like, wait. To share plates? To mm-hmm, share food. Where? I I can't be a restaurant, but I there's one in Jersey, I think, I think the name is, uh, it's in Jersey. I'm but if,
1: if two people come in and they order one dish, mm-hmm. they're charging you an extra fee mm-hmm. for you guys to share a dish. Mm-hmm.
0: And I've been to a place where I did it and then the place my mom no longer will go because of several reasons, but one of the reasons. And then I read an article and the, it was from the, it was article about both sides. And the restaurant owner was like, yeah, because, you know, costs are going up and if people share plates, we lose money. And I was just like, first it's that's not a problem. Mm-hmm. Also, like, just put the price in the freaking meal. I don't need to know that I'm, you're ruining the experience for me. And then I, would, and then I was, this is a wreck, stay with me here. Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking about how uncultural it is to charge people to share plates when so many cultures are based on sharing plates. Yeah. And then I was thinking about how that's such another form of white supremacy and capitalism. It was all spiraling. Mm-hmm. But I was like, it is because so many cultures like sharing sharing a meal is part of the experience, mm-hmm. right? And now you have restaurant owners who are like trying to make you feel bad because you want to share, you want to have an experience, you want to share a meal with somebody, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, we can't provide this for you because we're losing money. And it's like, but that's not my problem.
1: Yeah, I'm not the
0: cause of you losing money. I'm not the I'm not the cause. I'm not the cause of chicken costing more. Whatever it is, whatever the, the new expenses you have, that's mm-hmm. not my problem, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm someone that that's not the that's not the real that's the problem. So, Oh, this is what this is. What yeah, that's over. what they're saying. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, I love an experience. If you don't charge me, charge me. I really don't care, but why don't want to see it? Like, I, I'm not mention here, but like, I <clears> went <throat> to a restaurant and they had on the bill like, uh, employee Medicare, employee medical. They put that on the bill as well. Like, part of my bill was like three dollars extra because I was covering an employee medical, and I'm like,
1: this is again not my business. That's actually insane.
0: I'm like, you're ruining my experience by charging me. Like, you could just you could just add a. If you said each one of these items on the menu, I wouldn't know the difference. But it's like they're they're putting this on us, as if somehow the patron, the customer, is the reason for mm-hmm. everyone being poor. And it's not us; it's still the corporations. And they're trying to push everything <sighs> and make it our problem. It's like this is not my problem, guys.
1: Yeah. But what is the real reason to, to business the Yeah, process? it's it's um. So the real reason is they want the guest check. I think it's like so when you come in to a restaurant and it's like a two top you're taking up space you are mm-hmm. sharing one meal probably having one drink and you're gonna sit there for an hour hour and a half that's taking up time from people so like usually they have something called guest check averages so most places want depending on where you where you work at right if it's like a semi-casual place like most people want their guest check average to be between like 40 41 to 49 dollars mm-hmm. so it's like each person that sits in a seat should spend about 40, 41 to $49 mm-hmm. per person. And then that is indicative of how much tip the person would get. So if you and I were to come and sit in a restaurant and we order, say, like one appetizer to share, that's probably $22. We each get a cocktail each, and that's $20. So the check is about $60. Now that $60, now the guest check average is about 31 Sometimes people don't even drink. They just literally have water mm-hmm. and shit at twenty two dollars. So now the gas check average is twenty two dollars. The most that the person will tip. It's saying that we are poor tippers and we tip fifteen percent, that's a three dollar tip for that person. Mm-hmm. And that and and that's you taking two hours of, of that space of the the restaurant losing money and also the service. And like your restaurant is only as good as the people that work there mm-hmm. in a way. And you have to make it work worth your work as well. Mm-hmm. Unless you want a bunch of teenagers and then that's A whole different other ball game. Yeah, Um,
0: and I think I think that goes back to the bigger problem mm -hmm. of the whole tipping culture and the Mm -hmm. fact that restaurants don't pay their employees,
1: and it does it has to come out of the the patron. Mm -hmm. You 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 now have to like. I'm all for tipping culture because it's a great system for me. However, I think that I think that there was a shift when Danny Meyer came. Into the city, which I literally hate because Who's then, that? Danny Meyer, he's the owner of Shake Shack and he owns a, a bunch of other mm-hmm. restaurants and like actual like sit down, kind of upscale casual um, restaurants um, that was getting a lot of notoriety or whatever um, in like the 2010s or something, 2015. Um, and what he was doing, which people thought was revolutionary, is he was paying off front of house twenty five dollars an hour, taking and tipping off the the grid. Mm-hmm. So what that does is, even if a person were to come in and tip extra, they wouldn't the workers would not get it. Mm-hmm. It would go directly to the business because you're getting paid twenty five dollars an hour, which is not um, honestly. When you say twenty five dollars an hour, it sounds like an astronomical amount, like a good pay. It's not. It's actually mm-hmm. like quite low, mm-hmm. um, especially like what fifty five, huh? Yeah, and I'm like, if you are a twenty-something and getting paid twenty-five dollars an hour, shit for sure, like, of course, like mm-hmm. I'm getting paid about two hundred dollars a shift. Yeah, but like, there are people making big money. Like mm-hmm. at one point, I'm, I like, I'm not gonna tell. There are people that that can make like six, seven hundred, eight dollars, eight hundred dollars a night mm-hmm. off of just uh, off of tipping. And if you do that enough, then you can generate some sort of like nest egg if you're not mm-hmm. on drugs because it's a hard life to live. <laughs> It is. Like, it really is. Yeah. It's like, it's a hard life. It, it's a hard life to live that people are like, oh, you're just having all this money. You're like, no, like you really like to be in a certain, like you have to take care of your body. It's, mm-hmm. it's hard on your body. My body breaking down. My, yeah. my legs swelling. Like, you know, but. And I, I, I do, I do appreciate, though, now that um companies are offering 401ks. They're not matching, mm-hmm. but they're like, the option is here if Mm -hmm. you want because they realize like it's better for restaurants if they have employees that are there a long time and it's like okay if you want to set down roots and you want to have medical i'm gonna offer medical i'm gonna offer um they have like little things through the city that they can offer you for deals that you can like kind of save on your check every week and then they're also offering you to like save money and i did that now do i have three hundred dollars in the atmosphere that i can't get out of a bank absolutely (laughs) absolutely how do i get it out i have no fucking clue i have no fucking clue but it's like i'm at the point where i'm like i gotta yeah i gotta think about retirement and now this new job that i'm at it's a lot of older people that work there Mm -hmm. and it's like nice because it's like yeah but we're all having like the same freak out of Mm -hmm. like what the fuck what are we gonna do what are we gonna do Mm -hmm. i mean they've been there longer than me so they've had the opportunity to like save a little bit more but we're all in the same boat like okay either we're we're gonna be artists and our art is gonna provide for us or we're fucked like you said it's a job that breaks your body down so it's like oh yeah
0: realistically you can't go on forever
1: you can't Mm -hmm. you can't it's it's a it's a young person's game for Mm -hmm. real truly I mean, but there are older people that do it, like, you just have to go into fine dining, and then that's also, like, sexist as fuck, because mm-hmm. if you ever been to any fine dining establishment, and, like, just behind the bar, you'll never see a woman. Mm-hmm. It's always some old white man and some, mm-hmm. and some like, dapper fucking velvet coat, and right. you don't see women. Right. So it's just, like, I gotta get the fuck out of Dodge. Right. But, yeah, that's why a lot of women go into consulting, which is smart. And you really just have to pivot. Mm -hmm. But if we are going to be underground in 10 years, Lord have mercy. You better start learning how to dig. That's what that lady was doing, and now she's in jail or whatever. Is <laughs> in jail? I don't know. Yeah. I, think, I, don't, I don't think
0: all the cops learned yeah, it Yeah,
1: Oh, today. no, yeah. They were like, they have to fill it back up. It's like an unsound property now.
0: It under her neighbor's phones as well. She
1: was digging everywhere. That's crazy. Put her hard hat on and was just dig, dig, digging. Okay? That is actually insane. It's insane, because also I was thinking, I said, oh, yeah, all right, I guess you're digging underneath. But it's like, when the thing up above implodes, so does below how far are you going and that little it's not like it's like a a cavernous tunnel it's a little little mighty worm
0: insane um so this episode i think was just about information yeah right i feel like some i feel like sometimes we just want to get information to put things into perspective
1: and to make you think about things. I think we failed this episode, but it's okay. Failed how? I mean, we don't have anything to offer to people. We're not problem solvers. We're podcasters. <laughs> um, I just feel like we failed because you can't, oh, we can't just like keep offering the problem and not offer a solution. First, The first part of fixing the problem is admitting it's a problem. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? So I think sometimes we just offer the fact that there is a problem. Yeah. Right? Like I was saying, so okay, back to the first story about my mom but the friend who I told about actually how we're fucked, right? Oh, okay. Her yeah. response was just yikes, mm-hmm. right? I don't know that yikes was like, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Or her response was like, did not know, mm-hmm. right? So I feel like we cannot, we will not, and we cannot solve every problem that we pre- pre- present on this, episode, on this podcast. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes we need to let people know that there is indeed a problem. Okay. Right. And allow them to like think about it. Just think about it. Resonate. Ruminate with it. Think about it. Right. Like we talked about not tying your productivity to your personality and mm-hmm. to your worth. Right. People are doing that right now. A lot of a lot of people are doing that right mm-hmm. now. Maybe they'll hear that and they'll be like, oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I don't know how you're gonna fix that, but they may now have a chance to think about that, right? Right. Some people defend billionaires. Maybe now they'll some people just this and defend Jeff Bezos. Let me now think about the fact that that man is making $15,000 an hour, and they just stop defending him. A second. A, I'm sorry, $15,000 a second, mm-hmm. and they should stop defending him. They should stop feeling bad that they said the package was marked undelivered, and it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, apparently, they're putting the money back on They're on it. I mean, I guess so. I guess. I guess that, that's a way of thinking about it.
0: Yeah. Sometimes you just need the information. You, mm-hmm. you you just need to know that there's a problem. A lot, of, a lot of people, what I'm realizing, do not know that there is a problem. I actually told my mom about the, the suicide man, and she was devastated.
1: It is a devastating thing. She was
0: thing. devastated because she just couldn't understand that that is happening in this world, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like not because she
1: was avoiding the news, mm-hmm. she just didn't know. Okay. Everything that Asia said, but however, I'm gonna offer up something for you guys. Yeah, go okay. ahead. Um, because I like, I actually, and I know the people that listen for the most part, I know our demographic is between like uh 25 and the early 40s, and um, I really want us to think about what our retirement looks like, how check to see like what kind of shape you are in. I think that we are at the age that we can turn it around, right? And not in a way that we need to like, um, what is it? Grip on tight to like, oh, you know how we were talking about in our delayed gratification where you like, you work yourself into the later. But it's just like, as we as we do the 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 why now within reason, that we're also like, okay, Let's put away a little a little something. something. So I'm going to go home, and I'm going to do the math, sadly, to see, like, if I were investing in my retirement from my working age, which I was, say I've been working for a really long time, but I would say since from 21, right, from college age. So if I were to be putting in my retirement account from 21 to my big age right now, how much should be saved? And I'm going to try to find a plan of how I can, like – um kind of close the gap and start some kind of retirement something for myself Besides, and, and there are other ways that we can do retirement funds um there is investing I know that's tricky because is, a, is, a, is this like economy <laughs> collapsing I don't know but I do know people that are making money putting money in the S&P like there are ways that we can make our money work for us in a short amount of time and I think that now is the time if you haven't been thinking about that to like think about it seriously because 10 years is a short time right and if you don't remember but
0: they're saying people feel they need 1.3 million to comfortably retire if
1: you live in the coastal cities the major cities you probably should double triple that quadruple that number yeah i would say quadruple that number so it's like how much can you save in 25 years by being smart Probably nothing, honestly. But you know what? Try. But try. Just so you can feel <laughs> good about it. And, and some people may succeed, and others, and the rest of us may not. But like.
0: They would be like, We're going to girls. You said, I just said spending <laughs> money. Now you're saying save the money. What are we doing with the money? No. Hey, do with the money what works best for you. Yeah. Just
1: know that
0: in 10 years, we'll be underground mold people.
1: So. Two things can exist at once. <laughs> Two
0: things. You'll be the richest underground low person on your block. <laughs> and maybe you need to live above ground for a little bit on a right, low. Right, Save up to go under, under, right. up underneath. It may not be exactly 10 years. You might be above ground for 15 years. Who knows? You don't want to get to 10 years and now you're still above ground and the money ain't there. You know,
1: think about it. Tricky. Yeah. All right, guys until next time bye bye this has been another episode of pontificating podcast you can follow us at ig on pontificating podcast or
0: tiktok at pontificating pod
1: bye